Andy Clark's Seven Ball Breakfast Show on 7FM. Morning all. Oh, I'm late. Morning. Am I that late? Yes. Mm. <laughs> oh, people have been fiddling, haven't they, with the decks. They can't leave them alone. Can't leave their knobs alone, as you might say. So, have we had a good week this week, guys? Fantastic. Good morning. Yeah. How about you? Yeah. Back at work. It's a bit of shock after Christmas, isn't it? Down the docks. Yeah. Them barges. All those barges. All oh, them barges yeah. getting all yeah. washed. Well, not washed, don't they? They're washed, no. <laughs> I'm too quiet now. That's better. <laughs> um, yeah, so we've got uh, all this banging going on now. That must be Caro. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Likes a bit bang, of banging. Bang, bang, Can you bang. stop that? Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> she's plugging things in next to me. Yeah, she's worried, always yeah. late. Do you know what? It's really bad, actually, because Barry isn't here today. And did I notice it? Because I had to get in here and do stuff. <laughs> I had to get in here this morning and uh, I had to open up, for one thing. Yeah, but he lives here, doesn't he? He does live. He lives in the, he lives in the attic. And... Uh, yeah, above us. I don't know why you looked up then. <laughs> I didn't think there was an attic. That's why I looked up. <laughs> there is an attic. Yeah, so um, Barry normally does stuff. A uh, lot opens up, turns all the heaters on. But luckily, somebody left them on all for line out for us anyway. Oh, that's, so that's, lovely. Lovely. Oh, oh, that's all right. Yeah, yes, isn't that lovely? Um, but we do miss him. And Caro's sat in a different place today. I am, and it feels really strange. Oh it no, does. I'm already it's scared. Actually, it's actually weird because I get more eye contact with you. Yeah, really? Yeah. Well, bizarre. Today's show is brought to you by the letter A. Oh. Do you know what that means? No. No, I made it up. Sesame Street. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. So last week, we, we uh, did the top ten. It's, it's stayed the same now for about 15 years, I think. Really? It's just the same recycled song. So we got that Arthur bloke uh. that's, um, I don't know, Dave Arthur, Bob Arthur, is it? Yeah. Him? He's basically still at number uh, well, 73 or so. No, he's still at number possible? one. I don't know. I'm it's not, not sure. Bad, it's rubbish. He sold a million singles as well. We've got, we got Liam listening as well today. He's, uh, he's watching what we do. Oh. Liam's from Ofcom and uh, he's going to... No, he's not. Hello, Ian. Liam. Dave. <laughs> Bernard. <laughs> All right. <laughs> he's there, I think. Um, yeah, so, just thought I'd mention that, in case you wondered who we were, sat in the corner, with a notepad, and a pen, and, <laughs> and a, a camera, and a uniform, <laughs> and some handcuffs. Um, yeah, so, how did he get to number one? I mean, his single's rubbish, isn't it? I, I think it's to do with him selling more records than anybody else, isn't it? Do you think that's what it is? <laughs> but only 20... It might be that, Paul. I think it might be. <laughs> According to my mate, Jules Holland, can I just say that? Oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. Here when, we go. when I spoke to Jules, he yeah. said, uh, it's Ed Clark. He said, uh, well, actually, when, it does sound like him, doesn't it? He's not well. I <laughs> know, oh, I know. <laughs> um, he did say that when he got to number two with Cool for Cats in Squeaks, they sold around half a million uh, records. Yeah. But to get to number one, you've got to get celebrate 20,000 downloads. So you've got a chance. I have got a chance. You have? Yeah. Have you released it yet? No. <laughs> just get your finger <laughs> It's out. close. How close? Is it? Uh, yeah, just waiting for the artwork, I think. Well, let's just draw a picture of you in the, in the bath. <laughs> we That's all you need to do. <laughs> draw a picture of me in the bath. It's a bit early for that, isn't it? It is. It is indeed. So we got stuff coming. We've got to we'll moan about James Arthur. I'm going to moan about Amazon again. <laughs> I don't learn, do I? Forrester Dean Wilderness Centre, Police Chief for Gloucester, flying tickets for the Shard Burgers to President Cardiff Blues. Don't talk about them. I'm wearing a Gloucester reg- rugby shirt today. A London Mayor, trains, prisons, concrete and weather. If well. we can fit all that in in two hours and play a number of songs from artists that begin with the letter... See what I did there? Yeah. 
Well, we're going to start off with Monkey Face. <laughs> <laughs> Should we leave Monkey Face to later? It could be a Monkey Whatever. Face, though, couldn't it? It's gone quiet. Well, I tell you what we'll do. We'll open it with a bit of A1 and Court in the middle, I reckon that'll do, right? They're not bad. Do you reckon they're all right? They're good. It's, it's funny, actually, how many songs be- uh, artists begin with the letter A. There's quite a few. It's more than 12, anyway. True story. Indeed, I was going to talk all over the ending because I thought it would be nice, but it wasn't, so I didn't. Yeah. True story. True story. So, yes. So, you've got a shout-out, R. Caro, haven't you? I Who's have this shout-out for? This shout-out is for my lovely nephew, James. 
Oh, hello. Yeah. How old is he? Uh, he is, well, he's 32. Blimey. <laughs> my nephew's 40. <laughs> and my niece is 38. That is really, actually, I took him out for dinner last night, and, and it was quite scary. We were talking about all sorts of stuff when he was a little, little boy. And I was thinking, oh, my goodness me. That's, that, some of that is like 40 years ago. Yeah, it were, yeah. It was. And, and that's terrifying. But it anyway, is. good morning, James. And good morning to your mate, Brian, as well. Did you take him um, out as well? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I hope you're having a, a really good morning. And hope you have a good day. And uh, I'll see you very soon. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed your dinner last night. And it kept down. You know, you never know, do you? Where did you take him? I took him to a pub. Not and when that we, pub called the... I oh know. It was called... The, <laughs> I'll, I'll name it. Shall I name it? It's called yeah. The White Lion. And somebody recommended it to him. When it's not we a porous head, in, that one, is it? It is. Oh, I've never heard of that. No. Uh, and when we walked <laughs> in, we walked in the wrong entrance, so we ended up in the back room. There's a lot... And it was full of loot. <laughs> we'll it have to be careful of hearing him, because you I don't realise what you just said. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So You've talked about in, taking him... Go on, anyway. It's, it's full of locals. Oh. And the All right, room they love... Where went you quiet. Mm. So there was this family eating the dinner, and I don't know if they were related to the pub owners, but we walked in and it all went deathly quiet. She'd be gritless. And everybody turned round and looked at us. But we quickly managed to find the other side of the pub, which was really nice. Was actually. there sawdust on the floor and things like that? Practically in that side, but mm. the other side was really smart and modern and lovely and absolutely. <laughs> Stripping, so good food. Good food. Good food. Good what food. did you have to eat? Um, I had... Are you a vegetarian? Uh, no. That's fine. I had chicken with bacon and brie on top. Oh, wow. Which was Check you out, girlfriend. And, uh, James... Yeah? ...had a pork loin, and there was loads of it. Oh. I you mean, thought it was just the way he walked, didn't you? Yes, I, I did, what, yes. It was really good scram. Was it really? So, you're ever in Portishead, and you go to the White Line, you can get ready for some good grub. Good grub, like good grub. love. It's lovely. Excellent. Okay. What did you do last night? <laughs> um, oh, I played football. Did you really? <laughs> and then who did you play for? Not Man United. Yeah, mm. <laughs> you're, you're not the French me. guy, are you? Am, oh, oh yes, I am. <laughs> well, <laughs> French, I said, not oh, Indian. Sorry, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and so after I'd done that, obviously I can't do anything else for the entire evening. Apart well, from we the survey of war. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm doing a bit of training, aren't I? I've, oh, I, yeah. yeah, you're running, aren't you? Doing a bit of, yeah, not like you're uh, not. Yeah. Um, Graham next door to me is practising for the London thingy. Marathon? Yeah, that's the one. And uh, he does this. I'm just nipping it for a 20-mile run. It's like, that doesn't even comprehend in my head. What's wrong with car broke or something, is it? <laughs> but you're t- you've started running, haven't you? I've yeah, I've got a machine. It. It's only three kilometres at a time. Oh, it's a machine. You're yeah. on. Uh, it is. Well, and then, because of my knees. But my knees, uh, I had problems with my knees. And I had a very pronounced, not patella, <laughs> whatever it is. All right. <laughs> you had a pretty pronounced Nutella. No, not Nutella. <laughs> uh, close, yeah. You can spread that really easy can, on bread, can't yeah. you? Yeah. Um, and since I've been doing it on the machine, it's actually gone, the problem. So why is that? I don't know. Well, I want to know. Tell me. A machine is much more forgiving. sprung and bouncy than a road. Yes. Yeah. So I did run on the road, round the block, which is two miles, believe it, from my house up the to heist. the uh, Pine Line, down the A38... And then up the, uh, by the M5. bridge. Up the M5. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you said wanted. <laughs> um, and it is two miles all the way around. What? It's actually ha- a Green mile. Lane. Green Lane. Down uh, Green Lane. Yeah, d- well, down, um, you, you cut through as you go up the, up, off the, the A38. Thing, yeah. There's a little drop and it's called, um, Watery Lane, I think. Because oh. it's quite wet. And, uh, <laughs> no, it is actually as well. That's probably why it is called that, That's I would imagine. Why. True story, yeah. <laughs> so go down there, come out in Green Lane, uh, down by your place. Yeah. 
past the docks. Um, and it's two miles. But you know it's a mile from here to the end of Pine Lane and back again. Yeah. It's good that you do it. You've got to be careful because before you know it, you'll be eight, 20 miles. <laughs> no, no, I won't. <laughs> I, honestly, I've not got an upset. I've always been a, um, a portly chap. Mine, you was a bit of a portly chap when you was a little girl, weren't you? <laughs> I was a bit of a portly chap. Well, you, when we were young. I, sh- I should be glad that you've used past tense, I suppose. Well, no, I? but you did. You used to be quite... I was um, a bit of a chubber. Yeah, we used to, to call fair. you... Stuff. Oh, yeah, he was a porker. <laughs> Wow. I can't sure. imagine that because you're so live. Oh, now. thank you. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and you are because you've lost so much oh, weight. Thanks. But I, do you know what I've noticed? I've started stop. I've started stopping <laughs> losing weight and started to put a little bit on. Oh, no. But I ain't getting fatter. Muscle. Oh, thank you. It's muscle. That's it. Mm. Solid, pure, rippling muscle. Is that what it is? Absolutely. Yeah. Talking of muscle. James Arthur is nothing to do with muscle, okay? <laughs> I don't like him, and I don't like what he does, and he's too gobby for me. Is he? And I don't like gobby people. <laughs> really? Who are, are gobbier than me. Okay. <laughs> Which is not a lot. No, so I'm going to read this that. bit out on here anyway. It says here, fact, oh, X Factor, there's an X in front of that. Yeah. X Factor winner James Arthur has passed another milestone after his debut single, Impossible, topped the £1 million sales mark. The track, which has spent three non-consecutive weeks at number one, hit them. I like the way they do that because you know that. Um, yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, hit the magic number at midnight on Thursday night, according to data from the official charts company. It's taken just four weeks for Impossible, which was released. Is that a copy? Is that a plagiarist song of someone else? Did he write it. I no, don't know. Somebody it's else's, isn't it? Is yeah, that, they, I think they the always release covers, don't they? Yeah. Yes, go yeah. Which was released just moments after Arthur was crowned X Factor winner. Oh, crowned. Crowned. He just got it, didn't he? X Factor winner on December the 9th to reach the 1 million mark. Hitting the million mark in in around a month is a fantastic achievement for James Arthur, said Martin Talbot of the official chance company. X Factor winners often score strong first week sales, but to push through to the million mark so quickly is truly in blah, blah, blah. Look, I mean, to be fair, he's done well. Because what did he used to do? Was he a painter or did he work down the docks? What I mean, there's some hope. (laughs) If he did. I can't can't remember what he did, actually. But, um, yeah, something like that. I I don't think any of this stuff that, in inverted commas, he says, he says, it's all done to get reaction on top-class radio shows like this. Of course. Absolutely. And he's winding you up, and he just is. He is. That's what he's doing. To be fair, he talks a bit like... Well, he talks a bit like Liam Gallagher, doesn't he? And funny enough, we have Liam Gallagher in, fact, in the studio. We do. We do have him in we the studio with us. absolutely do. He talks a bit different to the other Liam Gallagher. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on, yeah. Morning, oh, Liam. Hello, morning. See? You see? You see? That's a different Liam. Well, that's a different voice that you had just now. <laughs> Where's that <laughs> from? That's much better. His radio <laughs> voice is three octaves deeper. <laughs> you have got a radio voice. Say something again. What do you want to hear? Yeah. Ooh. Yes. That the audio processor will be having kittens when it goes through your voice. I think you might become quite popular. Yes, on your show. Have you got it it set to Doctor Baz's Love Shack? (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm just going to do travel now, so I'm just going. No, I can't do that to him, can I? Really? Because it's not fair. Because he's going to be listening, and he's going to be. I bet you he is listening. Morning, Bazer. He's going to ring in in a minute. So he said, "Did he? If he can be bothered? Yeah, I don't know if he will. He might do." Um, if you want to get in contact with the show today, then how would they do it, guys? They would do it by emailing studio at 7FM. Oh, yeah. Or texting 7FM, no space, followed by a space, then your message, and you text that to 80809. Can your messages have spaces in them? 
Yeah. Uh. And then uh, you can get us on Twitter at 7FM. Uh-huh. Uh, you can get us uh, on Facebook, 7FM on Facebook. Yep. And uh, you can phone us. The phone. The phone. How would they phone us? They would give us a call on Gloucester, which is 01452. If you are outside the subscriber trunk dialing area of Gloucester... Uh, I don't know why I just did that, but I won't do it again. Uh, and you can add the other bit on the end, which is Gloucester 348555. <laughs> we can say no, double. We can say that now, because he's not, not here. here. He's not here. The triple, he doesn't like double. Barry, yeah. No, it says triple five. He says triple, yeah. Uh, he's a tripler. Uh, Are you a tripler? Um, no, I'm a doubler. Are you a doubler? Yeah. <gasps> yeah. And do you say, as it should be said, do you say numbers in blah, 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 blah. I do. You do. Mm. Are we talking? What are you talking? Intonation here? Yes. Mm. I don't know. Well, no. say it. Read what? the number out. It's not up there, isn't it? <laughs> no. No. It should be. Oh, it's on here. There it is. There. I can't see that from so, here. So what? You can't. So it's. Uh, so it's well, I have to give you your phone number. Right? Yeah. Go on then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I would say, and this is. A, I'll make. I'll make up a number. This isn't yeah. really your number. Yeah. Before the twenty people phoning. <laughs> So I'd say, you know, 07432 Yeah, you are the correct intonation. Yeah. Is that right? Do you do that as well? I do, yeah, but someone's going to get a call now. You've said that number. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Just, it's not a real number, was it? There'd be thousands of people know. ringing no, it out. I, I, it may well be a real reason. number. All right, okay. Well, let's dial it. <laughs> well, yeah, let's see. Let's see what it is. Hang on. Go back on, listen again. Hang on. Where is it? I bet you can't even remember it, can you? No, I can't remember what he said. You can. Hang on, let's try it. Let's try it. I'm, I'm going to... Oh, hang on. <laughs> oh, it just hit me head in them. <laughs> you have to take your headphones off before you can put the <laughs> receiver to oh, your ear. He, he's the sort of guy that burns his ear when if you phone him up and he's ironing. <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> Don't ever do that. No, I never would. The time from BT will be 8.21 precisely. Oh. oh, God, what's the chances of that? That number goes That's amazing. amazing. That is Unbelievable. Amazing. So have we done uh, moaning about um, James yeah, Arthur? Do you have? Let me just tick that off there. Do you like the song? I oh, like the song. I, we... I do. I, I don't like, like the song. song. You don't I like, like it. The song. What's it about? Is it about pixies and? I like the song. I'm not. I'm not that keen on the way he sings it because there's too much of that <laughs> <laughs> on it. Andy, oh, you, better, you, you know better... where they go? Let's do the first two nines ready. <laughs> Like that. Yeah, I know, yeah. You know, the voice yeah. breaks and okay. everything, and it's just a bit too, oh, if you're going to have a cry, yeah. do you know what? Get on with it. Get on with it, girlfriend. Have a cry and then get back to the singing. <laughs> exactly. That's what they should be doing. And on that note, because it's time that we took an advertisement break oh. to go to our sponsors who aren't paying us, so we don't really need to, but we do it because it sounds good. Um, we'll be back after the break with a song. We, another song. Probably The Look of Love, because that begins with Abba oh, Kerr. <gasps> what a great song. Yeah. You're listening to Seven Boar Breakfast Show with myself, Andy Clark, Paul Orcock, Caro, and Liam Gallagher is listening. Andy Clark's Seven Boar Breakfast Show on 7FM. Ooh, 7FM. 7FM is available on the internet 24 hours every day. Some very cheap and effective car adapters are available priced from just around £10. They can plug into your phone, then you can receive 7FM on your car radio anywhere in the world. At home, try tuning in on the internet on your PC. Our web address is www.7fm.com. Keep tuned to 7FM wherever you are.
What doorstep traders say and what they mean can be very different things. For example... Hello, I was just passing and I noticed the state of your guttering. Hello, I saw you in the window and saw pound signs in my eyes. Did you know your drive needs relaying? Your drive is absolutely fine, but I could make a fortune here. You could do with having your roof done. You could hand over half your life savings and never see me again. Some doorstep traders will deliberately mislead you, and worse, some may try to steal from you. If in doubt, here's what you could say. Thanks, but I'd, I'd like to have a think about it. Bye! It's your right to say no. See adviceguide.org.uk or call the Citizens Advice Consumer Helpline on 08454 Advertise on 7FM. Email us at radio at 7FM.com.
Bit of ABC there, look at love. The doctor is in the house. He is in the house. Let me just turn that down because that's going a bit, that's better. Dr. Baz. Hello. How are you doing? How are you? Do- oh, you're echoing now. Where is he? In a cave. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. tights. How's it? Mic to go up. Tights, tights come, come down. down. That's right. I got that off you. Did you? Yeah, I did. <laughs> so, how you doing, Baz? I'm doing not too bad. I'm, I'm sat here in a swanky hotel. You what? Um, did you say you what? Doing what? <laughs> I'm sat in a swanky hotel. Oh. Um, waiting to go on a conference today. Ah. Very good. So, what's the conference about, mate? It's all about social media and how you use social media in A as a counsellor, um, ah. which is sort of the main premise for going. But I'm hoping that we can use it for the um, for our radio as well. Cool. So pick up some hints and tips and that type of thing. So how and you're doing it at the Facebook offices, yeah? Is that allowed to be known or not? Um, I don't. We, Does I it matter? Well, it's too late now. <laughs> we shall have to see. <laughs> I've got no idea yet. You don't know if you are doing it there, or you don't know if we're allowed to tell anyone you're doing it there. <laughs> Why ain't he speaking? <laughs> Hello? Unfortunately, I can't hear a word you're saying now. I oh, ah. Oh, really? Oh. Can you... What about now? Well, briefly, you sort of... You're going... Uh, you're signing in and out. Am I signing in and out? What, like, really? That's bizarre. And yet, this is a landline phone, so I can't imagine it's anything to do with the phone. Can you hear no, me, Buzz? I can't hear you anymore. Can you, you hear us? Oh. Can you hear any of us? I can hear vague. Ah, oh, you've cut oh, off. Oh, he's cut off oh. now. Ah, uh, yeah. That'd be he's that button a, you just pressed there. He's gone, no, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, he's, he's cut off. I thought I said something I shouldn't have. When <laughs> he said, so, is anyone allowed to know that you're there? Well, I might as well just uh, drop that down then, haven't I, really? Yeah. Oh, what a shame. Oh. What if you'll ring back? He might ring back on Gloucester, 01452. If he's not hurt. 348555. If he's not hurt, well, hopefully he's not hurt. Just sitting on the bed. He said he had to put his phone by the window and have a headset on. Oh, he's wow. He's fallen out the window then. That's <laughs> what it is. <laughs> and that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. He's going to need... Do- Dr. Buzz is going to need a doctor. He is indeed. He is indeed. So while, while Barry sorts himself out, uh, we'll <laughs> talk about some uh, some local stuff, actually. Oh, yeah, the Forest of Dean Wilderness Centre. Well, we could talk about that, yeah, why not? So what's all that about then, Karen? Well, it's uh, a former environmental education centre in the Forest of Dean is going to be sold on the open market, which um, I know. Really? Yeah, well, I don't, I don't know why, but I, uh, as soon as I read it, I thought, hello. Because, you know, there was all that... It? Well, no, oh. but there was all, all that hoo-ha about, um, you know, selling off land and area of natural beauty that um you know the government had to back down on and suddenly there's a there's an environmental education center up for sale so um it was closed by gloucestershire county council oh. in 2011 because of budget cuts so uh the spokesman said he's decided to sell it it's a plump hill site and uh, full support of campaigners friends of the wilderness center said it had agreed to the sale as part of negotiations with the council to purchase the centre. So the council are going to buy it? Well, no, the council are going to sell it and the friends of the Wilderness Centre are going to buy it. Oh, I see. We hope. Yes. You know, and, and I'm, I'm hoping that they're, they're being true to their word and they're not just at the last minute going to get gazumped by some developer who comes in and goes, actually, we'll pay you double that. Thank yeah. you very much. And we'll knock it down and build 
750,000 houses on it. They probably wouldn't be able to. Enough, no, I don't think the they forest gene is quite uh, protected. And yeah, it's quite well. Makes I'm sense. Looking at you, really. I don't know. <laughs> is it because it's at Plumpill? I don't know. <laughs> oh, check Gee. that out. Yeah. It's, it's another big society thing, though, isn't it? It is. So I, I'm just wondering where the tipping point happens, where the big society so much needs so many donations from so many people that everything just implodes. Yes. It's a nice question. concept, but you know you've got to think. You have something has to be funded still. Exactly, and and the fun. Yes, it does. But it's where you get the money from, I suppose, yeah. isn't it? It's mm. how do you do it? It's a balance. Well, that's uh, what direct tax is for. I thought. <coughs> but, you know, don't quote me. Yeah, but I yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so I've stayed at the wilderness wilderness centre when you were yeah, a little when girl. I was at school, yeah. Oh right, what's yeah, it like? We used to go. It, I rem- I do remember bits of it. It's kind of it was lots of dormitories, but it was a you know it's a great place. I think it was an annual pilgrimage in my school. Was that when you went to Churchdown? Churchdown. No, I didn't go to Churchdown. What school did you go to? Brockworth. I meant Brockworth. Yes, ah! close enough. Yeah, because that's where Simon Pegg went, didn't he? Yes. Did yeah. He? Did you know him? He was a couple of years below me. I think my brother knew him. But Simon Pegg did come to a, a gig in a band I was playing once oh, in Dining Room 4 at the school. You wow, <laughs> tenuous links, you win. That's fantastic. That's my 15 minutes. Oh, we just had an email in from Discount Canadian Meds. Oh. Welcome to one of the premier online marketplaces to find best drugs at unbelievable prices. <laughs> Meds for men, Viagra is only $1.85, Cialis is one seventy-five. Oh, I ain't reading That's anything. less than you normally pay, though, isn't that, to be fair? Eh? That's <laughs> less than you normally pay. <laughs> <laughs> Just forward that to my home address. <laughs> uh, if you do want to get in contact with us today on this crazy show, you can give us a call, Gloucester 01452 340. Oh, hang on, Barry Kerb is calling on Twitter. Is he? Oh, no, this will work, then. Let's answer it anyway and just see what happens. So... Oops, that wasn't Barry Kerb. It was two girls Hello. on Hello! Hang on, I'm just <laughs> stopping him. So, are you there? I am, yeah. Oh, that's better. Yeah. 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 You, you you started going a bit quantization noisy. Yeah, well, you just didn't come across at all. Oh, you've dropped then, but you sound better. Well, this is this is better anyway. Yeah, it is much better. Much better than the old uh, telephonic access device. Morning, Barry. Morning. Morning, Baz. So you were saying, anyway, so I happened to say that where it was, and then because you went quiet, I thought I'd said something I shouldn't have said. And then when I said, should I have said that, you didn't say anything. And we started worrying and panicking that we'd said <laughs> stuff we shouldn't have said. Should we have said it? The no stuff? reason why not. I don't think. <laughs> so you're a- you're actually at Buckingham Palace with the Queen today. Yes, um, absolutely, indeed. So you know you're going to Facebook. Yes, pretty much. It's got to be very very exciting. Um, they when they organised this conference, they yeah. wouldn't tell us where it was at, um, and then it was it was only just before Christmas that uh, we then got the email saying, "Oh, by the way, you're going to be at Facebook." So. I was then like a small child at Christmas time. You are thinking, gonna, woohoo, going to Facebook. You are going to check in while you're there, aren't you, on yeah. Facebook? Yes. Oh, Facebook. I didn't think of that. That's what a genius that's idea. Done. That's cool. Fantastic idea. <laughs> that is, isn't it? So they don't so, call him Paul down the, down the barges for nothing. I'd laugh if they uh, weren't actually you. on oh. <laughs> to check in on Facebook. Yeah. Well, they can do because you. Oh, they might not be allowed to be, actually. <laughs> they might block themselves. It would make me. It would make me laugh if they weren't actually there as an option to check into. <laughs> Can you ask them why they banned the email address Facebook at ringtone.net and then banned the whole domain ringtone.net, saying that it wasn't a domain that they were allowing to be registered on their site? Can you ask them that? <laughs> I could. I've got a fair idea of the answer already, though. What? Well, oh, yeah, I you, see. Yeah, yeah. You see where we're going? <laughs> but they yeah. allowed uh, f- they allowed Facebook at hotelgrot.com, which I've used now. 
And that's Ooh, yeah, very good. That's, oh, by the way, that is my Facebook. I shouldn't have probably said that. that's my Facebook email address. Should I no. delete it now? Right. And I'll make it caro dot kings north at <laughs> oh, <laughs> blondechicks.com. <laughs> no, actually, no. Um, so, so what else are you doing today then, Bart? So, what time do you, does it finish at Facebook? This thing it, it all kicks off around nine thirty, and then I'll be going through to five thirty, where apparently then we go for drinkies. Oh, so, right, okay. Which, and even better, apparently some free drinkies, Ooh, which I network, like to sound That'll be uh, lemonade then. Yeah. What about lunch? I'll go buy some more. Um, my train back is something like 8 o'clock, so I've got between 5 and 8 to get um, one or two half lager shandies in. Um, I could get a train down. We could get a train down and get, and then we could meet you and embarrass you and then get lashed on the train on the way back. <laughs> how, no problem with that. How are you, you going to embarrass me? Oh, I don't know. I'll bring Paul. Stand next to you. Oh, they, oh crikey, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do that. <laughs> oh, Carol. It, uh, Baz, oh, no, 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 no. Get... Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Oh, yeah, you're right. Don't do it. What's with the parents turning up? Do you know what? Actually, <laughs> we could have done the show like this, actually, couldn't we? We could have. Yeah. yeah. We could have done it easily like that. Like, I, was, I was ready to go at seven o'clock. Uh, when you heard me say that yeah. this is the I got all sort of I thought you maybe <laughs> pulled it forward an hour early or something. He rang, he texted me, so I've been ringing you for ages and you're not answering. I said, that's because I'm at home. He went, oh, well, I heard you say, oh, I see. <laughs> I'd obviously left the sustaining service when starting at seven, so there's a seven-ball breakfast show going on in the background. Ah. Oh, with me. Is it better me, than this one? It probably is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't like to mention it, but... <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Well, have a great time today, Bar. Baz, I'm a I bit worried, actually. Time. You've got to be careful. Don't get drunk and get on a train, because you're probably going to wake up in Cardiff or some other place. Or Cheltenham, if he's on there. It depends. What time Ooh. is the train? Um, eight-something. Okay. Well, you probably need to know what time it actually leaves, <laughs> because that <laughs> way you'll, you'll, you'll get on it. Why don't we do the travel and traffic with Barry Kirby? <laughs> hey, we could do. <laughs> Should we do that? <laughs> Have you got anything to say? Let's do it quick. Hang on. Um, I can't see anything. <laughs> just bear with me. One second. Hold the line caller. I wasn't prepared for this. <laughs> if you could let me know. <laughs> I just thought of it. It's very good. I like the way you just sort of... It was dynamically done. Can't you see out of your window? Can you not see out your window? I haven't got a window. Hang on. <laughs> Where, what sort of hotel have they put you in? Traffic and Travel with Barry Kirby on the Seven Ball Breakfast Show on 7FM. Well, the traffic around London is looking very monotonous at the moment because it's a blank wall. But if you look around Gloucestershire at the moment, the F019 around Swindon Road in Cheltenham between Poolway and Portland Street is looking busy, but it is moving around the Royal Mail Building. Um, all your trains leaving Gloucestershire, uh, Gloucester Station are all leaving on time, and all your arrivals are also arriving on time. And the airport is looking fine. And that's your traffic and travel with me, Barry Kirby, from London on 7FM. That worked. That, that, was, better, that was better, that was better than, than, than when he's here. Yeah. <laughs> Were you that's making hard. that up, by the way, or was it true? No, that's all true. I, I just called it up just then. Oh, he's so he's good. fantastic. Well, so, yeah, very professional. We're, we're going to go <laughs> to a song now. Because um, I met Faye Hatcher and she told me how to do it. Oh, yeah, all right, whatever. Did you, I didn't know she, did you, I didn't notice you, you'd met Faye? When was that then? Did you not? No. Oh, did I not tell you? Oh, okay, I think no, you might have sent me three photographs of you. Yeah, that's right. I think you did. <laughs> now you mentioned it now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so do you know what we're going to do now? We're going to play a bit of ACDC. Do you like it? Yeah, they're good. And this is You Shook Me All Night Long. We'll have a great time, Bar. Give me a call later, or if not later, give me a call tomorrow. We'll catch up cool. with a beer. We'll do. Have a good show, guys. All right, love Thanks, you. Bye. Bye. Love you, bye. 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 I eat that, Barry. <laughs> Thank you.
Andy Clark's Seven Ball Breakfast Show on 7FM. Are you in need of a good and reliable accountant that could possibly save you their total costs and more against your tax liabilities? Then get in touch with TASP Accountancy, your local tax and accountancy experts. TASP Accountancy can provide you with tax savings methods, ensuring you claim for all the tax allowances possible. With a reputation for surpassing expectation, we pride ourselves on providing a professional yet personal accountancy service. Give us a call on Gloucester 260031 or visit our website at www. .tasb.co.uk And remember, tax doesn't have to be taxing with TASP Accountancy and a good accountant should save you more than they cost. I love scented candles, don't you? I put them everywhere. White jasmine and mint, spiced orange, cherry blossom. They make my home so warm and welcoming. But these ones I got yesterday, all I can smell now is burnt plastic, ashen walls, and the embers of what used to be my beautiful home. Fire can spread in seconds. Never leave candles or any naked flame unattended anywhere in your home. Fire kills. You can prevent it. Advertise on 7FM. Email us at radio at 7FM.com. Mm, indeed. I think they ran the wrong way, those two, you know. So they should, I, I think they should be round the wrong way. It's not acceptable to have them wrong round, round, round the wrong way. So we did a, we did a traffic and travel thing there with mm. Bazzer, who's in London. He is. Yes. He's in London doing his stuff at Facebook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were around the wrong way. Oh, were they? Yeah, okay. yeah they're back around the right way now. Um, yeah, uh, so he gave us, that was quite cool actually, him doing it on Skype. Good it was, Skype. wasn't it? That was fabulous. Yeah, and talking about London, um... Yeah. Did you know what uh, it was the 150th anniversary this week of in London? No. Hang on a minute. 150th anniversary. That would be... do 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 That would be something to do with uh, Industrial Revolution? Something to do with a V&A being built or something? No. No. Uh, isn't it the underground? Yes! Oh, of course it was. Oh, <laughs> you bad girl, go to the back and face the wall. And I was watching that yesterday. I'm, I know, I was as well. I'm really annoyed with myself. Where I sit now at work, there's a uh, they have a TV on all day in front of me, and I think I'm not going to sit there watching TV. But it's very hard not to, when it moves and stuff, and it's got the subtitles on. And I was watching a thing, not only just on conference calls and working, of course. Yeah. <laughs> of course. They were talking about the map, weren't they? Yes, that's, bit, that's yeah. it. And how that it's become a trademark, a trademark for Brit, for, for Britain and for London, yeah. particularly the old London Underground. Very simple. So it says here, uh, London Mayor, the tube was truly revolutionary. I had really Boris Johnson, so I won't. Um, the <laughs> Mayor of London, Boris Johnson, says that the London Underground is still admired around the world 150 years after the first train set off on the Metropolitan Railway. It's... And oh, I can't say that. I can never say that word. Annihilates. Thank you. It annihilates distance, liquidates traffic, and it's throbbing cardiovascular system of the greatest city on earth. It continues to play a hugely important role on, in the success of our capital, efficiently moving record numbers of people around during the day and during the Olympic 2012 Games as well. Our massive upgrade programme builds on the engineering ingenuity of our Victorian forefathers, and he's off on one now, isn't he? and yes, through yes. new signalling trains and track, millions of Londoners and visitors will to continue to benefit from what is arguably the best and most iconic 
underground transport system in the world, as Jeremy Clarkson would say. Yes. In the world. Meanwhile. How would he say that? The most iconic underground transport system in the world. That's exactly how he would say it. He would say it like that, wouldn't he? That's very good. He's good, isn't he? And how would Terry yeah. Wogan Liam's say Liam's saying you're very good. Terry Wogan would say something very different now. That's not um, You know. <laughs> uh, that wasn't him. Quick warrior ahead. Yeah, I will. Okay. <laughs> um, but it's true. It is. We it invented is the first of many things. We did. Cricket, football, all that sort of stuff. And we also invented the Underground Railway. I had an Australian friend came over to London and um, he took his girlfriend as a souvenir of London. Uh, 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 he took it. He what? He took a souvenir home <laughs> oh. of London. What did I say? You said he, he took okay. her as a souvenir. Yeah, you did. He took her a souvenir home. Was oh, right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we anyway, it, was, um, it was some underwear. <laughs> Uh, London Underground Underwear <laughs> with Mind the Gap written on it. Mind the Gap? Mind the Gap. Oh! I <laughs> said <laughs> Mind the Gap. Mind the Gap! Oh, Which that's so... Lucky you're not from Ofcom, actually. No, yeah. Yeah. no right. it was a factual thing. There's nothing... Well, that's all right. There's so a lot of in, facts. It's your interpretation. <laughs> Mind the Gap. I thought it was very clever. <laughs> <laughs> He's gone again. <laughs> Oh. oh, sorry. Oh, it's all happening. <laughs> Nurse. It always happens once a week I when I'm in. I didn't know you could get underwear with that one. I might try and find some. That's great. I thought that was very clever. As long as it's, they don't reference tunnels, I suppose. That'd be <laughs> no, no, Because, no. no. oh, I mean, they are part of the underground they system, are. of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, so... Follow uh, that. Yeah, exactly. I can't. I don't know what to say. I don't I'm know what to say. Stumped. That's good. That's very good. Mind the gap. I wonder if you can still buy them. Oh, I'm sure you can. I don't know if it was the fresh one. Oh, gosh. Caro, <laughs> you'd have to send yourself an email. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's where, what we, we were saying. So we, oh, I'm thrown. <laughs> I, I want to see if I can get some of them. I wonder if you can buy boxer shorts with them on. I I'm, bet you can. Sh- I'm sure. It wouldn't be as funny though for a bloke, would it? Mm, but maybe not. You it's, could watch the track. It did. <laughs> Mind the signals. <laughs> watch for low flight. No, that wouldn't work. Um, yeah, so it's it's uh, it's it is, and and they were saying that when they launched it, because they had to have steam trains with very short funnels as well. Oh yeah, because yeah, otherwise they just smash off yeah. <laughs> at every <laughs> single tunnel, which would be sort of slightly defeating the object of and the quite expensive as well. Well, it would, yes, yes, and lethal. Mm. Um, everybody thought they were going to die from uh, asphyxiation, yeah, carbon monoxide poisoning and stuff like that, uh, and of course they didn't, and it would there was no issue because they have a very good. Um, balancing air because you don't even think do you really as it is a tube as it's known obviously when you've got a something going through a very tight uh, tunnel you get a what's it called the effect vacuum it, I, draft I, or so oh, yeah. oh yeah it's that it, thing that you, the, yeah yeah you get a bow wave effect yeah. don't you yeah. so basically it's just like a piston isn't it going yeah. in and out yeah. and um, it's true so you think what would you do with all of that air that's displaced it's got to go somewhere so of course when you're walking down some of those long places like um, Covent Garden if you ever use the stairs there or Leicester Square yeah Mm. then um, you get a a rush of air but they do have massive balancing um, device things that they they built buildings to pretend to look like uh, houses and things like that and they're not in fact this is some boring stuff now but the central line is one of the highest I think um, the highest uh, dug if you like yeah. and the way they did it was cut and shut okay not like my neighbour Rob who runs Trade and Save that type of cut and shut who cuts <laughs> car, two cars in half and wells them together where's it going with this what know. they did is they knocked down buildings dug down dug the tunnel 
covered it back over and then rebuilt the buildings. Wow. And what they did in one place, and you can actually see, if you go and search for this, they had to knock down three houses in the middle of a terraced house. They rebuilt them. Because they were issues, they painted windows on the front. So it's a complete facade. Wow. True. How do you know all this? Because I, I got obsessed with it. Because he's last OCD year. about that yeah. sort of I, I love, you know, it's engineering at its best. You know. Do you know, I think, I remember, whilst you were talking, I was thinking, I remember, I've got a memory of seeing this on the television, and I think I actually watched a programme on yeah, it. Was they, it on a programme? They did uh, six episodes called The Tube um, last year. They did. Fantastic. Because yeah, all I, I did is I watch, going, oh, I've been down there, oh, I've gone down there, oh, I've done that. And called Emily to death with Yes, me watching it and you watching it would be a completely different experience. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's the honest. But continuing on in the uh, engineering of uh, railways. Indeed. Uh, theme. Because yes. we do have a theme going now. We have. This is something that will impact you and other people in the room and probably many of our millions of listeners that we have. Absolutely. On a uh, century basis. Um, £45 million Swindon to Kemble rail upgrade work begins at last. It doesn't say at last, I added that bit. Okay. Work has begun on a £45 million project to improve a section of railway between Wiltshire and Gloucestershire. Plan changes by Network Rail include a second line. Because they took it up in 1964 Ooh. under that act, uh, that bloke uh, with the what? bloke's name. What was it called? Oh, yeah. The, him. Like, him. He, he basically went around... decimated s- the entire British rail system. Yeah, and other things. He basically said, if we get rid of that, get, we just save loads of money. So let's take the track up, because it's costing us loads to be there. So he said. The man <coughs> was a baboon. <coughs> yeah, that's I'm him. I'm sorry if any of his family are listening. Well, all of them are listening. How he was allowed to do that. Just lives there. Um, it says here... <laughs> It's shut in the 1960s between Swindon and Gloucestershire and the village of Kemble. It will increase network capability, allowing the operation of four trains per hour. Now that, four trains per hour? Because at the moment there's one, isn't there? Yeah, it's every hour, isn't it? right, yeah. Four trains per hour along the line of route uh, is needed before the electrification of the Great Western Main Line. Ah, yeah, yeah. This capability will be essential during the planned electrification of the GWML when Bristol Parkway and Severn Tunnel are closed and South Wales trains are diverted along this route. So what does that tell you? Have you ever got on that South Wales train? Um, no. Well, it's the other one that's like quarter to five and things like that. You get on it and get off at Swindon. You can't get a seat. Oh, no, I have been on that one, yeah. So they're going to divert all of those trains... To Gloucester. Really? Yes, yeah, well, I just read out when you were listening. <laughs> and I was looking for Dr. Beeching. Oh, well, that's it, Dr. Beeching. That's oh. it. Beeching. That's it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it says that so they're going to close the Severn Tunnel and they're going to electrificate it. Good Lord. With their electrificator tron. The £350 million uh, <laughs> pound upgrade begins in April t- began in April 2012 with signalling improvements. So that is going to impact us. But a it's going to be a good thing. When it's done, it'll be fabulous. Oh, yeah, we'll have four trains an hour to London, and they'll be quicker because you won't have to slow down. No, quite so. So that'll knock about, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes Yeah, I reckon. I that, reckon. That makes it just over an hour <coughs> to London or which about is good. an hour from which Stroud. Is, which is doable. Do- which is very doable, doable indeed. Very doable. Very doable. Fantastic. We've got the news coming up at nine o'clock from our friends at FSN. We've got um, Shawnee Sean, Sean Sean coming up at uh, ten o'clock. We've got a citizen photographer coming in sometime between ten and now half past ten. 
uh, to take photos of us. Mm -hmm. So if we can hang around, that'd be great. Hence, I've got my lipstick on. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and you're going to pop them and change. I'm going to go and put my pants on, yeah, <laughs> and uh, put my wig on. Because I don't know if anybody, the listeners won't know that I'm, uh, 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 even though I'm bold in the day, I grow hair at night and I have to yeah. shave it all off. Yeah. Otherwise, mm. the people think I will be haired, naturally haired. <laughs> And I'm naturally not. haired. <laughs> I've got all their albums. <laughs> That's a, a suit. Fantastic name for a band. Naturally it is, haired, it is isn't it? Fantastic. Naturally haired. I'm going to go and register that domain later. Go. I'm going <laughs> to. com. Um, yeah, so let's bit some news. We'll do the newspaper review after nine o'clock, sometime between nine and ten. Um, uh, Amazon. Amazon. Oh, no. Not yes. again. Yes. I Here bought, we go. I bought three things off Amazon this week. Okay. Yeah. I bought some things off Amazon this week. Things that were delivered by DPD. Yes. Were delivered. Yes. Things um. that were delivered by Royal Mail, ordered uh, and delivered by Royal Mail, were delivered. Yeah. Things that, um, that Amazon decides to deliver by the fictitious HDNL network mm. didn't get delivered. Again. again. Yeah. They have successfully met their 100% failure rate. <laughs> <laughs> Over the three times Amazon have, Amazon have used them to deliver to my house, they have never delivered contract to the contractual obligations they are under. Do Amazon know that? Yes, they do. Because if you go to Amazon.ringtone.net, there is a blog on it. Ah, do you know what? I have I have seen your blog. Oh, that's the other blog. Oh, is that oh, that's the, the Andy Clark Andy .ringtone.net blog. Oh, you've, no, you've created a special one for, for Amazon. For Amazon, yeah, because I hate for them Amazon. so much. Mm. Yeah, and 125. I tweeted out yesterday uh, on Twit, Twitter, yeah. and <laughs> I I uh, copied in Amazon's Twitter Twitter account, yeah. of which there are 417,000 followers. Great. Yes, I also copied in Royal Mail, mm. and I copied in uh, DPD, and I copied in Yodel Online, who are the parent company for HDNL, yep, or operate the home delivery made up network, and. Um, I just said, ordered three things from Amazon, two things got delivered, one didn't. Guess who didn't deliver? I, I did see that Yeah, one. and did, did you see that DPD instantly responded saying, of, is there anything uh, we can help you with if we've messed up? Let us know, please, please. Royal Mail said, uh, I went back and said, no, everything's fine, guys. You've, you know, you've delivered. You. They send a, a text out, um, which tells you when you're going to get it, which yeah. hour you're going to get it, which is great service. Yeah. Royal Mail... The postman, Posty, um, fantastic guy. Listen to 7FM when it's on air, by the way. Oh. Um, and I just went back and said, he's a great Posty. got no problems at all. HDNL didn't respond. Do you know, I had... Um, They're not very good, really, The last they? Amazon thing I had was Yodel. <coughs> and I'm not saying... Not complaining, just giving you a fact. And so you know, you get the, if you're not there, you get a card. Well, I never get a card. Left it with a neighbour or we've burnt yeah. it yes, or yes. thrown it away or yeah. whatever. And uh, the card said, we've left your parcel somewhere safe. And I carried on reading it. said, and I went back outside. It was outside the front door on the doorstep. <laughs> <laughs> well, thought, and what was it you'd ordered? Oh, I can't remember. Was it any of this stuff from the Canadian online? Yeah, it was that. It was, uh, yeah, the ph pharmacy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I mean, if you have to sign for this stuff. See, it, what, no, what made me laugh is Amazon, uh, I, have no I have no commercial relationship with whoever they you choose to deliver with. You know, I'm not interested in their internal relationship with HDNL, Yoda, whatever it's called. Um, but they said, HDNL drivers, can you check with your neighbours and go around and have a look outside to see if you can find it? Because HDNL drivers are permitted to leave... Um, HDNL permit their drivers to leave parcels with a neighbour. And I was like, yeah, I'm not doing that. I will do it, but I'm not. But I will. But I did, and I wasn't. <laughs> uh, and I said, but just out of interest, I don't really care what they're permitted to do. You have an obligation to deliver it to me. 
Um, and then I said I want a refund because I'm not at it. This was last. This was the last time. And they came back and said, "Oh well, once we've received it back." And I went, "No, no, 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 no. You don't understand. I've not resent it back to you. I've never had it. I want a refund." And they did it. They and they don't do that. They refunded on the day. Wow. And then they sent the bulb through for the projector last week, so I've got it. And they've refunded. I don't know how that works. You got a free bulb? Well, it might be. It's time to play another song before we go into the news, and I think it's time. Are we ready for Abba? Yes. Oh yes. Are we ready for a bit of money, money, money? Can mm-hmm. we have a bit of a dance? You can if you like. Go on then. I'm doing it. Oh, is it? Sorry. Okay. <laughs> we'll leave you with Abba, 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 and money, money, money. We'll be back after the news with the Seven Ball Breakfast Show. On 7FM. Back with us after the news with FSN. You are listening to the Seven Ball Breakfast Show on the 12th of January. How did that happen? I don't know. Where's it gone? It's a Saturday. It's three minutes past nine. And, wakey, uh, wakey. Wakey, wakey indeed. Hopefully you'll be getting up now and you're doing stuff. Dancing around the room to uh, a bit of ABBA. Uh, we've got some great songs coming up for you later. We've got a bit of AHA. We've got Avril Lavigne. Uh, with uh, we've got Adam Ant as well. Did you see Adam Ant on um, no. my mate Jules Holland's Hogmini show? It's I, not Hootmini. No, I didn't see it. Didn't. But Adam oh. Ant's been touring again, hasn't he? Recently? He's fantastic. And um, do you know what? What? He sounded like he did. I wonder if we can find that, that song that he's just really... We'll get that on here because it was a great song. And even though he doesn't look like he did uh, in any way whatsoever, he had because he had the hat on, yeah, and he looked like a pirate basically. He and does all- look a bit like Johnny. Well, he did look a bit like Johnny Depp. Somebody else said yes, that to me. Yeah. This is true. This is true. He did. Big, um, big heartthrob. Not oh. for me personally, but <laughs> although he's quite nice, <laughs> yeah, he is. Lovely. He was a big heartthrob, wasn't he? Yeah, he's had some issues in his life, hasn't he? Yeah. So severe depression and stuff Very like severe, that. Tragic. Yeah. 
but he's come out the other side yeah, of it. And fair play to him, he's an entertainer. He's a he's someone that has got that talent, much like um, and I know no one else like that. <laughs> 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 no, much like yourself. We're Paul. all tortured geniuses. We, we are really are geni, 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 whatever. Yeah. If only we had a break. We need a break, don't we? What? We need a. We need a break, like a, not me and you need a break. We need a break. <laughs> Go, get out. No, <laughs> yeah. we're finished. Take me home. Um, and David Bowie, of course, was the other big one, wasn't it? Yeah. Re not re-release, <gasps> release a new album. That song Bowie. is just, yeah. it makes me fill up every time it's quite I haunting. hear it. Very haunting. I've not heard that song. Oh, it's very haunting. Is it really? Yeah. Mm. It's about his time in Berlin, isn't it? In mm. the Looking back as an older man, you know, on the memories of oh, wow. it. It's really wistful and... Isn't it? We'll have Lovely. to get some of these songs on 7FM. Oh, we'll have to do that over the weekend. Mm. We've got nothing else to do, so <laughs> might as well get that done, because that would be good. And mm. mm. um, what else we got in the news? Can you still go from burger flipper to president? So, former McDonald's worker, um, George Bush, who died this week... <laughs> I'm making this up. Former McDonald's president, Fred Turner, who died this week, made it from burger flipper to the top. But is this still a realistic way to get to be boss? When Jared Best was 16, his dad told him he was not quite clever enough to go to university. It is not a piece of advice you would find in many parenting manuals. But it did the trick for Jared, who found a job as a T-boy with Leeds-based building firm GMI Construction and set about proving himself to his family. 20 years later, he is the part owner and managing director of that firm, employing 80 people and with an annual turnover of 70 million. Good His man. father was a successful businessman and young Jared, Jared, captain of the school rugby team and a competitive cyclist, was always driven to succeed. I was told, get this, mm. right? You, this will make you laugh hysterically over a nice cup of tea. Um, I was told when I left my apprenticeship at BT from the instructor in Shirehampton yeah. to never put me on anything technical <laughs> you're kidding no that's true that is hilarious and i that's the same thing that happened i just thought why i just was bored with what they were teaching me they were teaching me stuff that i could do and it was boring so i used to mess about mm -hmm. you know maths was another one yeah but you were very i mean obviously i knew you well not quite yeah, I did know you at that time, didn't I? But yeah. you were—he was always the geeky one. I mean, before you had—you were the first person I knew in the entire planet who had a phone in your bathroom. Oh yeah, I did. Really? <laughs> Nobody even had. It's like when you had one phone in every house. You never had any other phones. He yeah, had, you had them in the shed. Yeah, I did. He had all sorts of. You Down were, the end you of the garden. Just you used to just experiment and mess about. But that's your creative side, isn't it? That is, yeah. Well, well you built all of this. Sort of. Some. Some of it. Yeah, I mean, but it's funny how they do tell you that, and you do think it. Uh, do you know? I don't actually even think I acknowledged him saying it, other than me knowing that he'd yeah, said yeah. it. But yeah. I didn't actually think I was disappointed, but I felt he was wrong, and he was wrong, and he was wrong. What, yeah. What did you want to be when you were a little girl? Then, when I was a little girl, I was saying to Liam actually before, when I was a little girl, I wanted to be first of all an ambulance driver, right? And then when I got that weird thing that I ended up in French, I don't know if you remember that. Do you remember when I ended up in French? Oh. So I was 16. No, I didn't know you then. Didn't know you I was in there for sort of two weeks, and um, I had this weird thing in my neck. They took it out. They thought it was a TB gland, so they all like, he's dirty, get away from him! <laughs> type thing. Get him out of French aid, lock him in a room, make him face the wall, and don't touch him. Um, and they did all that, and uh, it was nothing. It was a cyst. So, uh, but I just loved it, because all, they didn't have many young people out in French aid, and all the nurses used to come and sit on my bed at the end of the day and talk to me. And I don't know if it was anything to do with the nurse thing, <laughs> but I always thought, do you know what? I would like to work in the NHS. And of course, you do work in the NHS, don't you? I do, yes. Is it like that? 
Some days. Uh, <laughs> not all days. All those nurses are old now, so... Oh, they probably are, aren't they? Because they'd have been older than me. <laughs> they'd be 50 I now. I know, they would have been if you yeah. were 16 at the time. <laughs> yes, they would have been. Blimey. It's shocking. So is it all right in the NHS? I don't want to say too much on what, it. What do, you, uh, what do you do there, can you say? I'm a healthcare assistant. Oh, ah, yes. Excellent. Oh, A&E. Yeah, I'm off today so you can go in. That's all right, then. Get some good treatment. <laughs> so, <laughs> if I'm ill today, then I'll make an do appointment. You, do, do, can you say what you, the worst thing that's happened to you um, in there or not? Uh, all sorts. You know, get the drunk people and people having car crashes, that kind of really? thing. Do you get people throwing up on you? Weeing on me. <laughs> Oh, oh saying that. That, no, yeah, that happens to yeah. Carol quite a lot. <laughs> well, it's most of the things you described happen <laughs> in the studio. Not. I don't know about anything else. You're fitting fine. <laughs> this show is often called a car crash. So, yeah, <laughs> it's true. So, okay, and excellent. So, how long have you been doing that then? Only two years now. Okay. So, I was at uni before that, but I didn't do anything to do with healthcare. I was doing music. Ah, okay. And this is why I'm here, sat here today. Yes. Yeah, so what, what are you hoping to do on Seven FM? to show people new music and all my keen interests and what I like about music. Brilliant. It's funny because we are quite keen musicists, aren't we? We are musicists. Well, Paul runs a band. He's the head of the band, the top man, the head honcho, Numero Luna, the man at the top. What band's that? Uh, Abba. Have you heard of them? (laughs) Abba. (laughs) uh, He's the blonde one. (laughs) (laughs) And Carol's the one with the beard. No. um, (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Sorry. Well, you, I'm interrupting. Go on. No, you're not. You're not interrupting. I'm not saying anything. No, I'm not just saying. I'm not, I'm not doing it now. You carry on. Uh, he is. He, his <laughs> band is called Monkey Face, um, and he. This is a. We'll play a song actually from Monkey Face now. Even though they don't begin with the letter A, although you could say this is a song from a band called A well, Monkey. My Face. surname starts with A. Does that count? Paul. Yes, it does. It does indeed. So we'll we'll play this song. What's the history of this song, Paul? Well. When was I in last two weeks ago, wasn't no, it? Oh, it seems like yesterday. It's, it's going to be released as a charity single for a local um, charity called The Knock-On Effect, which is a, a is set up by a young girl called Rosie Kilburn, who unfortunately um, died of liver cancer a couple of years ago. She would have been 21. It would have been her 21st birthday, actually, just wow. last week. Wow. Uh, her mum and dad carried on the charity. They raise yeah. funds for all cancer charities, and um, we donated a song, um, which is we've just redone in the studio, and it's going to be released hopefully within the next few weeks and raise them some money so that's where that one came from and there is something different about this song isn't there yeah you're not on this one <laughs> <laughs> i hate you <laughs> no i don't no it's it's good actually thank i you. do like it thank you <clears throat> i'll turn the vocals up you yep. can just play here <laughs> <laughs> thank you are you listening dave draper <laughs> that was andy that said that your engineering skills are superb you haven't given him any feedback have yeah you? i've oh. given him your email address yeah <laughs> <laughs> my home address and phone number. Andy said the mixing was rubbish. No, I never. I just said you could have been... I was a compliment to you. You could have been louder. Anyway, we'll play it now because uh, that's what we do on Summer Home. This is uh, what you announced it. This is uh, Monkey Face and You're Amazing. I love you because you're amazing. Yeah. 
every last second. I was waiting for it every last second. <laughs> That's lovely. So, so yeah, very nice. Yeah. So, so that was really your amazing my monkey face soon to be hopefully on sale for the knock on effect. Who was it by? By me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so is that monkey face or is that Paul Orcock? It's monkey face. Um, well, yes, yeah, monkey face. We've had it as monkey face. I mean, we all help. Well, I mean, I, actually, I did write that was I did write that one that song. But uh, yeah, we obviously we performed it as monkey face for a couple of years before we decided to change it into a charity single. Oh. So, have you got any live events coming up this year? We will have. We were drummerless over Christmas, oh, so we've got a hopefully a new drummer starting with us on Tuesday. Brilliant. And uh, we'll see we'll see where we go with that one. So that'd be good. Yeah, it'd be great because we'd like to get out and do some live stuff. It's good fun. The lady drummer you had, she was brilliant. The lady she? drummer, grade eight. Yeah. So we had. Um, so we're all a bunch of old aging rockers. And a couple of years ago, um, we were looking for a new drummer. And a chap I know is a drum teacher, and he said, "Yeah, I know someone." And it was a sixteen-year-old girl she at the was time, brilliant, wasn't she? Uh, which was really, really weird. But she was uh, technically she was brilliant, so she was up to about grade eight level. She did, yeah. She said um, she did grade superb eight. drummer, wow. best drummer I've ever played with. But it was really weird. The dynamics in the rehearsal room changed. Well, you couldn't <laughs> f and f and Jeff. Could there you? was no swearing, <laughs> and then probably the best thing was Tim, our bass player, used to go outside to break wind, which is something he never did before. So. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> so there was uh, every cloud of the silver lining. Absolutely. Fantastic. But she was brilliant, but she's off at uni now, so yeah. we, we found some old blokes take her place. Have you? Who's that? <laughs> Can you not say? He's called Tim as well. Oh, is he? Yeah. Keeping the family? Yeah. You thought so about we'll changing have, your name to Tim? There'll be two Tims and two Pauls oh, in the wow. band. That's good out of five people, isn't it? They get confusing. Five. So we're looking forward to getting him in, yes, and we definitely then would be looking to get some gigs going. Um, and hopefully, if the Quedgley show is on this year, we'll, yes. we'll be we'll see if we can get you in there one, again. Yeah, that was... Yeah, rained off. So yeah, good stuff. Yeah, we had a lot rained off last we year. Did. We, we, had, did. we did. We did. We had our own Seven FM day. That was well as part of the crazy show. Yeah. I, I'd call it Seven FM day. We, we got away with the Jubilee. The Jubilee day was really good. Very good. Yeah, but that was good. we were going to sort of headline that as a, we were going to broadcast from there and run. You know, the, all the music and everything. It was yep. all looking really, really good <coughs> until it rained persistently. It didn't. Oh, have. It really did for two weeks. Yeah, it did. And then eventually got called off. We've had a tweet in from Sarah Cook. Hello, Sarah Cook. Uh, she said, Baz K at uh, 7FM, I thought 7... Oh, hang on a minute. She said, I thought 7FM was a Gloucester radio station, Noyit, London. Oh. 7FM, actually, uh, our, uh, our Sarah, is, uh, is actually... Uh, it's, a, it's a radio station from, up, like, north somewhere. Well, north of Tewkesbury, anyway. <laughs> but 7FM is a Gloucester radio station, so you did think correctly. And it isn't a London station, but he did do some traffic for us, and he did it rather well, actually, didn't he? He, he did, did it better than he does it when he's in the studio here. Oh, indeed, he did. He indeed. Did. indeed. Um, so, what else is going on at the moment? Um, flying. I'm going flying tomorrow. Oh, oh yes. Yes. Mm. yes. This now, is great. Yes. I've bought quite a lot of software, um, <clears throat> and I've upgraded my PC, and I've now got the highest uh, spec processor. And I can now run multi-monitors. And yesterday... Well, actually, I'll show you... I'll show you. I hope you're not going to be just flying a, a plane from your PC, are you? Well, have a quick look at this. So, um, <laughs> we're on the flight path of Stavitil. I might be out. Well, we're flying over here, actually. But have a watch of that, right? That is too... Just have a quick look at that. Oh, look at, look at the quality of that. <laughs> oh, that looks good. Do you think? Who's that woman there? If you there? meet Andy Clark in the street and he offers to take you flying, don't go! Don't go. Now, it's, uh, that, <laughs> that's got me into it. Well, the guy I work, the guy I work with, um, he, um, he's a pilot. And he said, oh, it's 45 hours. I did it in four months. You're not, are you going to try and learn yeah, to become... So oh, he said, my word. I know. 
<laughs> Clear the skies. Yeah, exactly. Clarkers is up. It is. So I'm gonna I'm gonna have a go. But the problem I have to get over is my. Uh, and I, this is not fear, fear of flying. Of flying. <laughs> no, 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 it's not fear of flying. It's not a fear. It's not a fear of flying. It's fear of abs- crashing. It's a yes. It's an absolute phobia of flying. Oh, I really? have a problem. Yeah, I have a problem. But I did mention I. I because I know when I went up last time for a test flight, the guy mm. said, "Can you not?" Um, he said, "Would you like to have a go?" I went, "No, no." Can you just? Can we just get it down? And he went, "Well, have a go." And I went, "All right then." He said, C- "Can you not hold the uh, the yoke so, so firmly? In fact, can you stop it? Can you stop that now?" <laughs> and I'm like this, and I'm leaning to stop it. And he said, "Look, you know." So I think I've got over. I've gone on from there. It was ten years ago. And I, plus, I've had some hypnotism as well about it. <laughs> oh and I've God. got a tape I can listen to tonight. Uh, a couple of times. I don't know if they have tape players in aeroplane cockpits these days. <laughs> Believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. You are good. You can do it. You are you going, going out? Get out! He's crashing. Are you going out with your neighbour? No, I'm going out with um, with a guy I work with. Okay, from, from Bristol, from me. So okay. he's taking me up. I think we should. Con- do you know this? We should contact him and pret- get tell him to pretend to faint at some yeah. point. <laughs> I know because I've <laughs> seen a clip of someone doing that. It's the funniest thing ever. Didn't they do that in? Um, didn't they do that in some mothers do have them? And he started oh, yeah. off saying there are old pilots and there are bold pilots, <laughs> but there are no, no old bold pilots. And he's the bloke has a heart attack and he goes, "Can you not remember it? The, the air traffic control? <laughs> says, can you not remember anything he told you?" He said, "Well, I can just remember this: there are old pilots and there are bold pilots." <laughs> and of course you know the other bit that sticks in my mind from that episode where he's flying <laughs> and they said give us your position and he said it's like um i you're, i'm sitting in the cockpit or something <laughs> well that's like aeroplane isn't it? can you state your name and your position my name's ted and i'm facing forwards <laughs> i'm really worried about your this flying well the thing is i I trust this guy completely, comp- and he did say to me, he said, "Look, he said you're not going to worry." He said, "The bottom line is, he said, uh, I don't want, I don't want you to die." <laughs> he said, "But I don't want to die more than uh, the, you know, my life is more precious than yours <laughs> to me." So Emily and Stuart are coming up with me as well. Karen's going to come down, and um, we're going to go to Cardiff because that's where he lives. And we're going to come out of Cardiff, and then um, we're going to fly. He says twenty minutes to fly up to Gloucester. And we're going to fly over the house and take some photographs. Right. So we'll get some photographs of here and stuff like that as well. Brilliant. So can you do my house as well? Yeah. Where do you live? In a barge. Oh yes, that's true. Yes, <laughs> on the docks. Uh, and then we're going to go probably go past Averton and then come back down. He said, but uh, if the weather's okay, because it does look like it's going to be okay tomorrow. Um, otherwise, we'll have to fly over the Brecon Beacons. Nice. So yeah, looking forward to it. Wow. Excellent. So if I can get, uh, if I can, because I've got this, you know, I can, fl- I can fly the simulator, and to be honest, I've flown a, an MD eighty three, which is like a, a seven three seven, in a, sim- a proper simulator in um, it flight centre in um, Hughes Flight Centre in Gatwick, and the guy the, the, did that. So we went, f- we went for the uh, simulator, we went for this test, and the guy said, right, have any of you flown before? And oh yes, well, I've done. Oh, this, this two London blokes. I've done this. I've done that. Yeah, I invented flying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What have you done? Well, I just had a go on the simulator. And they burst out laughing. And he went, no, don't laugh. He said, because a lot of... Well, as we know from, yeah, you know, September the 11th. The exactly. Um, and they both crashed. I I successfully landed a big, heavy plane. Oh, fantastic. And it freaked me out. Because when you go in there, you open this door and this big white thing on legs. And you're at a gantry, you go in and you shut the door and you're in a plane. Mm. Yeah, and you yeah. look out the window... And you've got perception, depth mm. perception, and you're on a runway. And I had this t- horrific feeling. So I caught my foot in the door, and I had to go... <laughs> but when I shut it again, I had still had this horrific feeling, because it was so scary. Yeah. 
You so, really are there. I might ring you lot up as I f- we fly over. I don't know if you're allowed to use phones in a plane. Well, we're on the flight path for Stavros. Just give us a, open the window and just wave. All right, we'll do. I'll give you a shout and say that plane that's hurtling towards the ground at 200 miles an hour. That's us. I shouldn't say that actually. God, what a thing to say. Um, it's probably time to play some adverts and then play a song. So what we'll do? We've. Um, Oh, I don't know. I think. Are you ready for a bit of Adamant? Yes, yes. I am as well. So what we we'll do is we'll play the. Uh, we're going to the ad break, and we'll come out of the ads with Adamant, and then we'll do some more talking and stuff. Okay. This is what we do on Seven FM. Andy Clark's Seven Ball Breakfast Show on Seven FM. For great tasting fresh eggs, visit the Egg Shed at Foster's Poultry. We are located at Linton Fields, Nass Lane, Quedgley, near the Waterwells Trading Estate, three miles from Junction 12 of the M5. We're open six days a week and Sunday by appointment. For friendly help and advice, give us a call at Foster's Poultry on Gloucester 721118. If you fall asleep at the wheel, you'll put your life in danger and the lives of others as well. Before you feel tired... Pull off the road into a services or other safe area. Drink some strong coffee and take a quick nap while the caffeine kicks in. If you're having a nap, you've left your lights on, sir. Right, cheers. Think. Don't drive tired. To advertise on 7FM, email us at radio at 7FM.com.
Darrow, can you stop sing- whistling? Sorry. Oh, she always does that whistling at the end of songs. Good though, isn't it? That's all right, yeah. Multitasking, you can talk and whistle at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. So, Paul, what's all this stuff about the prisons? Yes, well, it's been all over the news, hasn't it, recently, that uh, they're shutting some prisons. And, of course, mm. this is uh, relevant to us because we have an Ingloster which is going to close. So... This is going to continue into 2014. Um, a programme of prison closures in England is expected to continue next year with five more jails being shut. The BBC has learned. Sources said that an announcement was likely next January. It comes after ministers confirmed seven old and econo- uneconomic prisons would close this year. Asked about further closures, the government said it would be looking for other opportunities to modernise but our custodial estate and drive-down costs... And so there's five jails that they're talking about, and as we've just said, one of them is uh, Gloucester. We've also got Canterbury, Kingston, Portsmouth, Shrewsbury, and Camp Hill. So I think, um, so we were saying earlier on, I have been to Gloucester Prison for the right reasons. I had a talk around there once when uh, um, Dr. Baz and I were doing our judiciary work oh, a yeah. few years ago. Bizarre, so I've actually world. seen it. It's, um, and it is, I think it was built, if I remember rightly, by napoleonic prisoners of war i believe so it's old (coughs) and actually some of the building inside if you turn it into a posh hotel yeah (laughs) some of the old cells and that the old kind of arched ceiling cells trendy wouldn't it but uh yeah it's um uh a lot of it is quite old and they do have to do things like i think they still have to do slopping out and stuff (gasps) i think it's one of the last prisons so um certainly wouldn't wasn't a place that i would want to have gone through no Um, i mean call me old-fashioned but you know if we come out of europe then we haven't got to worry about the European, the Human Rights Act anymore. This is true. We can uh, we can get prisoners to work for nothing. Um, we could do. Why not? We could do. Well, I don't. I don't think it oh, here really. We go. Here we go. If you're talking about rehabilitation, no, not than just that. Puni- punishment. <laughs> punishment <laughs> is the last resort. The punishment of is your liberty being taken away. Yeah, but if you want well. people to get back on the straight and narrow, you have got to reward them yeah. for positive um, behaviour. Punishment. And part of that Beating is with a stick a so they stop doing it. But at the risk of, and I know, I'm not going to joke. I'm not going to so joke about prisons, but I do have to say one one slightly amusing story. I also visited a women's prison. Oh, um, <laughs> look at his eyes lit up then. Yeah, because Barry used to be a women's rugby coach believe it or not oh my god <laughs> for the two of you oh my word you can cover both ends of the spectrum we, bo- <laughs> we both went um and i won't i won't name the prison but it, it's probably it's the Cheltenham. scariest place i've ever been to in my life really um well you're attractive let's face we it we were yeah there was so there's lots of wolf whistling going on what are you at me <laughs> <laughs> oh that is great I so think, what was it a comedy prison i think they <laughs> yeah a comedy prison. i think they'd probably been locked up for a time you know hadn't seen a man um, so yeah, there's lots of wolf whistling, and they let us kind of wander around. And um, I was walking sort of down a flight of steps on one of the on one of the floors, and these two women were walking towards me, and they looked quite sort of hard um, and quite sort of you know, they probably had a rough, tough life. And I sort of moved to one side, and they moved to one side, and they came right, really up very close to me. And the one lady leant right forward into my face, and she said. I'm a naughty girl. <laughs> and I went... Really? <laughs> so I started to panic at this point. I was looking for the guy. I said, oh, are you? She said, <laughs> I'm a really naughty girl. <laughs> what? Uh, I what, up, Help. What, so really? And what, how long ago was this? What then? Only a couple of years ago. So uh, what did she do then? Oh, she didn't do anything. I think she was just, she was just intimidating me watching, quite watching successfully. Intimidating you, yeah. It was a very scary experience. Yeah, mm. so... T- 
that's my advice to any young person don't go to prison especially a woman's prison especially a woman's especially prison. if you're a woman and it was nothing like any of the films i've seen on tv about women's prisons either it's surprising isn't it really yeah. that is no, that, what was that but that uh, woman's prison that used to oh, be oh you're thinking the, of um, um prisoner uh, cell block h yeah, uh, yeah is that, that the australian one <laughs> yes yeah yeah, yeah no, it wasn't anything like that uh, <laughs> <laughs> i never wow. used to watch it it looked dreadful actually but and it's got a couple of films you'll only about women's prison yeah i have yeah <laughs> someone yeah they're yeah. interesting yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that, Paul. Um, <laughs> so it's time to play a tune again on 7FM, because it's what we do on the radio station that we are in. Uh, we're going to play Avril Levine now, and a bit of Skater Boy. I think this is one of the uh, the tracks that sort of made her famous, wasn't it? Yeah, yep. the big Canadian one. young lady her she was. breakthrough track. Yes, it was. So this is Avril, Skater Boy. We'll be back after this on 7FM.
Bit of skater boy there from our good old friend Avril. I don't know why I said that. Very nice young lady, actually. Spell S K eight, isn't it? As well. Yes, it is. S K eight B O I B O I B O I. It is. Check you out, Texty, texty. You've either got good eyes or you know that. No, I've got the album. Oh, have you? CD in my car. Have you really? Yeah, I she's like good actually. Great, good album. Very, very, very talented young Everyone's lady. Everyone's looking at me just say, "Get off!" <laughs> it's genuinely it's on my MP3 player. No, it's good. There's nothing wrong with that, mate. No, I can't believe he's got that record. <laughs> <in his car. laughs> it's bizarre. Well, what is going on today? Should we have a look at some weather? Because I think that's uh, quite important. We do weather on this station. It's what we do. Weather, weather, weather. Um, is yeah. it the snow? Well, that is the question, whether it's going to snow or not. It says Friday on here. I'm just waiting for it to update. I, I can do yesterday's weather for you if you want. <laughs> what was it? What is it? What was it going to be? It's quite dark out there. All right. Mm. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's not do weather because uh, it's, it's decided it's not going to even respond. So we'll do some other stuff. Caro? Yes. You're a Londoner, aren't you? You go to London Yeah, I go to London a lot. So this Shire thing is opening, isn't it, next month? It Mm. is, it is. Now, this is quite an interesting piece, actually. Uh, I don't know if anybody... Well, I think quite a few of our listeners probably do go to Londinium from time to time, and I certainly do. And it's called The Shard. And it's a £2 billion redevelopment of the London Bridge area, which if anybody's been there, it was a bit sort of dark and dingy around that particular area. So it's a triangular-shaped building. It's got 600,000 square feet of offices. It's 243 metres, which is 800 foot high. And there's a viewing platform up there. That's tall, isn't it? That is really, really tall. That's plain height. It's got three <coughs> floors of restaurants and a 200-room Shangri- Shangri-La hotel. Wow. Within it. I mean, it's a massive, massive thing. If it's that high, you'll feel it moving, won't you? Oh, well? yeah, absolutely. And and it's 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 it looks like a shard, you know, so like a shard of crystal or something. Yeah. That, that's exactly how it has been I wonder built. if that's what they called it, that. I think it is. But but it's pretty. All I'm saying is it's pretty impressive. And from the first of February, you can go up yeah. onto the viewing platform. Wow! Um, I think it's got um, two lifts. It says will take visitors up uh, 68 at a time before the final viewing platform on the se- se- 72nd floor, wow. uh, which is partly open to the elements. So you'll be able to go through special, look through special telescopes and see an amazing panoramic view of London. Yeah, you will, won't you? Um, I mean, it's much higher than the eye. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's high. That is high. So it's, um, these shows not only show a live as it is image, uh, but also at the push of a button, apparently, on a clear day, um, you'll get a sunset view and a night view. So they probably take, you know, really good sunset view and a, and a good night view, and you can see those as well. Oh, wow. Which are obviously not live, but, you know, look pretty good. Yeah. So um, you can book in advance, uh, although there will be some facility for on-the-day walk-up visitors, and it opens, as I said, on the 1st of February. Um, they've also got some apartments in there. Wow. Guess how much they're going for each? Uh, 50 million. Mm. Oh, you? No, they, no, they're not. They are! 50 million 50 million Are you bought one yet? Yeah, I've got one, yeah. Yeah. 50 million each. <coughs> and the chief chief executive of the View from the Fo- Shard. What a great name for a company. I know. View from the Shard. Andy, Andy Nyberg, he said this is the only place you can see the whole of London at once and and as such is a natural starting point for exploring the UK's it is, isn't it? It is, yeah. Because to be honest, at that height, you'll see all of London, won't you? Uh, completely. Because it's not very big, is it, really? Sort no, of, uh, it's not, not really. In size, if you know what I mean. Yeah. But yeah, it's, um, 
That is fantastic. And it's the biggest place, the tallest uh, building in Western Europe. It, 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 it is absolutely fantastic. If you, if you see it, you, 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 it's jaw-dropping. I mean, I'd looked out from the city, as in the city city, mm. on the 33rd floor of the Barclays building. Wow. Which, which is an amazing building as well, because you, it's one of, uh, on the 33rd floor, all the uh, windows go right down to the floor. <laughs> So, oh yeah, that's yeah, what they do. So yeah, you, you stand right up to the window. <laughs> it's just—it's in your face, isn't it? Yeah, it's horrible. I get vertigo in in there. I tend to stay away when I have been in that building. I've had that as well. But if you don't eat drink milk, I think you don't get it so much. No. <laughs> oh, hang on, vertigo. No, that's not that, is it? No. Um, it's time for a new ad break now. <laughs> we'll do an ad break and then we'll come back after the ad break and then yeah. we'll we'll talk about other stuff and whatever's happened and you know the weather's come up. The weather the weather has come up now. <laughs> we'll talk about the weather and what else comes up. Andy Clark's Seven Ball Breakfast Show on Seven FM. Seven FM is a non-for-profit community radio station which is self-funding and relies on advertising revenue and grants. If you have a local business and would like to take advantage of our extremely competitive advert rates, then email sales at seven FM dot com or call us on 01452 348 551. That's 01452 348 551. We can get your advert on the air within 24 hours. This is ideal for those last-minute sales bargains. So contact us today at 7FM. And now the orchestra will begin their warm-up. Well, that's extraordinary. They appear to be putting on lots of extra layers. There are lots of ways to warm up at home this winter, like wearing several light layers of warm clothes. Find out more at nhs.uk slash keep warm, keep well. To advertise on 7FM, email us at radio at 7FM.com. Music and news for South Gloucester. 7FM. You're back with me, Paul and Caro, after the break. Um, and I'm going to have to cough. <laughs> I'm really sorry about that. Very rude of me to cough into the microphone into your ears. Uh, what we'll do now is we will do a bit of news because, um, or should we do the weather? Let's do the weather because we haven't got any news. Yeah, cool. So we'll do the weather because that's what I meant. That's just the way I got around <laughs> that, you see. I'm very professional on the Seven Born Breakfast Show. Today it's going to be cloudy this morning with eight breaths of occasional heavy rain, although becoming more showery in the west later with bright spells possible. Sometimes strong southeasterly winds. Tonight it's going to be mainly uh, it's mainly going to continue cloudy with eight breaks of light rain or drizzle, perhaps sleet on hills, tending to become dry towards dawn. Frost forming, especially in the northeast, giving icy surfaces. And that is your weather on Seven FM. Yeah, I did that. Oh, okay. Yes. So, um, and I hope tomorrow. Hang on, let's have a look at tomorrow's weather because that's to me more important than today's because I should be flying. So let's just quickly look at that again. But it's dry and bright with sunny spells, increasing cloud after. That's all right because I'm going at half past seven in the morning, so that's fine. I should be driving to Cardiff. Have you been to Cardiff before? Yes. Very Welsh out there. Actually, it's not yeah. very Welsh, is it? Because the accent's not dissimilar from ours. No, it's Cardiff is really really nice. I had. Um, Sorry, what was that? Sorry, I'm. Ju- I'm ju- I was just I'm showing. Mod- <laughs> you know, I'm a man. I can't multitask at two things at once. <laughs> no, I was just showing. Them oh, the let's portrait. talk about that. Yeah. So, yeah. what do you think then? It's awful. It's absolutely this horrendous. Is the, this is the portrait of Kate Middleton that she was looks commissioned. Horrible. It's yeah. What were you saying about her a minute ago, Andy? I can't remember. 
I said I thought she was very attractive. Oh, yeah. And, um, I've, you know, I think he's very lucky to be married to such an attractive lady and a very nice lady, which is more important than Absolutely. skin she deep attractive. Yeah. I also said, look. Bags under her eyes are dreadful. Yeah. But do you know what? That's what I thought. Exactly what I thought. I'm sorry, but that's not a good portrait. It's not flattering, is it? No, considering that she's so young and beautiful and vibrant looking. And what are the What are the boys think in the other room? Have you seen the photo in the other room? Yeah, what you, uh, the picture, what do you think? Yeah, Andy and Sean have got thumbs down. Thumbs down. Yeah, we think the same as well. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't need to do that, because you can hear me through there she anyway. She's all jowly. She's very jowly, very jowly. Yeah, yeah but she, was, like she loved it, didn't she? She's supposed to be thrilled well, or something. Did I wish she, she, she liked this. Yeah. That's her royal duty thrilled. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I think it looks Even lovely. Even if it was a portrait of a cardboard box with Kate Middleton's face underneath it, she'd have to go, how lovely. <laughs> true you are right you are right our caro they should have got Rolf ferris to do it that's what i think yeah. <laughs> but not the teeth maybe <laughs> not the one not the <laughs> not teeth, the teeth. <laughs> <laughs> he's not allowed to draw anymore is he not allowed to draw teeth anymore we should do the newspapers do you do, do either of you want to do the newspapers nah yeah yeah <laughs> go on then because um we, well, we, it's, we, it, well, the big one, the big, big, big news story I'm sure everybody knows is about the Savile sex abuse, oh, yeah. um, which I'm not going to linger on too much, but um, I, I was just listening to the news last night and the statistics are absolutely terrifying. And and I, I th- everybody's sort of saying it could be still going on. And, I know. And, and that thought is, is a particularly nasty one. Um, I just hope that um, in this coming out and you know sort of going absolutely completely viral and more people coming out of the woodwork so to speak to, to talk about it i hope others will about others who are doing this kind of thing but there you go um the sun described him as britain's worst sex beast in the guardian deborah Orr wrote that uh, he was a truly evil genius surely the most pathologically perverted creature that popular culture has yet fostered and i i, I think that's uh, pretty par for the for the case um the Times reports that a moving on uh, a series of conferences have been convened, bringing together more than 200 medical and public health professionals. So, Liam, one for you to agree the best way to tackle headaches. A problem it says drives millions of people to frustration and, and despair. Anybody have a headache here? I've yeah, I've one had now. one. Yeah, one yeah, I've got one now. I, I had one yesterday. Did you? Have you yeah. got one, Liam? No. Not today. No. Not today. Do you want one? (laughs) (laughs) You will have after this show, mate. (laughs) But that's amazing, isn't it? That something small like a a headache can lay lay people to waste and it actually affects the gross national product. I think it's due to dehydration and things like that and people's blood flow to their head. Yeah. So they just... That's that's the thing because when you when you get um, dehydrated it causes headaches. Yeah, it does. I know that, mm. and I'm not People a medic. Been it on and the I head think, does as well. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People think they're hungry and really they're thirsty. Yeah. Because you sit there, and this this I do know is about a little. Just, are we doing the papers? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, but it's a fact. <laughs> okay. That when when people are sitting there, and you feel agitated. People often go to eat, but actually, there's a little little thing in the brain. Oh yeah. That when you get dehydrated, goes off to make you move so that you will go and find water. Is that right? Absolutely Did you know that? Well, I, I have the same thing, but I, it's wine for me. <laughs> 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 I twitch. I sit in the chair twitching and then I go and have some wine and it stops. Is that the same thing? <laughs> virtually. Virtually the same thing. Alcoholism. Absolutely. Yeah, um, right. Oh, yeah. And The Guardian in its leader column, good old Guardian, urges forecasters to stop over-egging fears of crisis caused by snow because it's not even snowed yet. But did you see what they said? Mm. 20, the, the coldest temperatures in 20 years. I know. 
Yes. Coldest temperatures in 20 years. So I, I would agree with that. I think somebody out there is also responsible for the recession by going, oh, we, we're entering a double-dip recession. We're entering a double-dip recession. That part is gone now. You need to get over that. They're gone. They're, they, they're not there. Nah. It's a new one now, and they're making it just as bad. <laughs> it doesn't matter who's in charge, does it? Triple no, dip. No, I mean, the media did. Oh, sorry, the media. No, no, the media, because they were sort oh. of going, oh, you know, it's oh, all about, um, you know, doom and oh, gloom, entering a double dip oh. recession, and, and then the markets didn't buy. It's like shops, isn't it? All these shops that have gone gone bust. They, they you know, Jessops might be going, oh, let's not oh, go God. there. We've, Jessops are gone. I know they have. Yeah, they have now. But when they said they might be, mm. it's the worst thing that could happen, other than people think, oh, I'll get a cheap camera today. Because mm. I was queuing for a couple Everybody of hours. Everybody else goes, oh, well, not give them any more exactly stuff, don't yeah. buy anything they weren't honoring christmas vouchers either were they no no it's very very bad so i would because... just go in and take goods to the value of them <laughs> yeah can i i'd like someone that look at that camera up there that's the one up there <laughs> i don't think that's Legged. quite in the spirit uh, but no i think legally you can do it yeah probably <clears throat> probably is there more sorry go on yeah oh um just um uh, david cameron has astonished berlin apparently by looking to make his long-awaited speech, setting out his position on Britain's place in Europe Ooh. on the same day that France and Germany celebrate the 50th anniversary of their post- post-war reconciliation. So nobody's going to be listening to that then. Fantastic. Good Fair play to him. That's good. Good man. They've said that the date, 22nd of January, is not intended to be provocative and the choice of, of venue is still o- not much. <laughs> yes. If you're lucky if you get a headline on it in Europe, though, <laughs> No, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Fair play to him. Good old Dave. Right. Well done. Yeah, absolutely. So, what are we doing now? We've got ten minutes more to go before Shawnee Sean and uh, Sean is on, all four of them. Uh, he's going to be <laughs> doing his show. Uh, we've got a citizen photographer coming in to Yay. take a photo of us. Hurrah. Oh, yes. Is it going to be anything like the Kate Middleton picture? I don't know. I hope it's going to make me look like that. <laughs> if, uh, can or I let not, Caro look like can it. Can I not stand next to Caro? Because, for the only reason... Can you not? Yeah. Hang on, does that mean you don't want to or you do? <laughs> can I not? Can I Or is it a question? It Please, a question. I don't want to. What do you mean? I don't want to look short. <laughs> <laughs> no, but well, you're just How normal height. He's technically he's four foot two. I mean, <laughs> yeah. You know that guy who did The Hobbit? They had to yeah. shorten his legs. <laughs> they had to put him on stilts. <laughs> Well, I'm five foot ten. <laughs> I know. So you think I'm standing up at the moment? I, uh, no, I'm five foot. <coughs> are you standing up? Yeah. What are you five foot eight? No, I wish five foot six and a bit. Five foot six and a bit. Very important that bit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's fair enough. No. Well, we can see what we can do. Thank you. <laughs> Here's a man I haven't seen for a while. I could lean against the wall and bend my knees. Yeah, if you could slouch, that would be great. Yeah. Yeah. Come on in. Yeah. That might That'd be, be excellent. Come on in. Who's this? This is an, an, an ex-presenter on the Seven Ball Breakfast Show. Oh, Peter. It's like the old days. Yes. Like the old days. How are you? Crack it. I, I lie in in the morning. Yes, you look very fine today. He's got his 7FM crew top on. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen. Here yeah, for the photo shoot. Well, I guess so. Yeah. Look, look, look. Oh. I remembered. Oh, my oh, yeah. gosh. You've all got them on. Apart yeah. from Car. apart from the MD. Can you get Stuart <laughs> to drop it over, please? I haven't got mine on. Oh, well, i got... You've got your 7FM on. pants on, though. Yeah, you? I have, yeah. That's all right, then. With mine the gap written on them. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought he deliberately hadn't mentioned it. I've got the 7FM tattoo sorted. I have. I've missed you. Missed you, too. Oh, I've missed you. Come here. Come oh. here. Come oh. on. Oh, no. Oh. It's going to be a man oh, hug. It's like a loving in here, listener. Wet. I'm glad I haven't breakfast oh. yet. Why, why are you all wet? Sorry, Paul. I didn't mean to get you in the eye with me pencil or whatever it was. <laughs> that wasn't me pencil, by the way. It was, <laughs> it was a, it was a pen. 
raining. <laughs> oh yeah, grab a, grab that mic there a sec. What were you saying? I said, here's a live weather forecast for you. It's raining, eh? Is it raining out there? Yeah. Do you think it's going to affect my flying tomorrow? Probably. Oh, yeah. You can't drive. No, I know. Oh, has he mentioned he's flying tomorrow? Not, did I mention yeah, I, I, think he's ma- I think it, I think he might mention it once. He's <laughs> been on a simulator once and he thinks he can fly in there. I wasn't flying, yeah, That's all I need. That's <laughs> what I did with driving. And <laughs> I drive I have, fine now. That I ain't going on holiday tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Imagine you whizzing past. <laughs> What's that advert when you see... Well, I can't remember what advert is. It's, it's uh, hello, my name's Dave and I'm going to be your pilot today. I've never flown before. <laughs> that's me. That is me. <laughs> so does that mean to say in a couple of years, so I'm going to be sat, sat on me Thompson Airways flight to Tenerife? This is your captain speaking, Andy Clark. Yes. Well, you say that. I worked with a guy um, who, uh, I name I forget, Matt, his name was. It still is his name. He was an engineer, fairly, you know, normal engineer at Orange. He contacted me on LinkedIn the other day. Yeah. To say, oh, not seen you for a while. I looked at his photo and he was stood next to a, 73, a 747. He is a second officer flying 747-800 series for New Zealand Air or whatever they're called. Blimey, O'Reilly. Oh, oh, fantastic. Hope for you, yeah, then. Well, ten years. Yeah. Ten years. So by the time by the time I could do it, I could retire. Yeah. A pilot. I would love you to be a pilot. I'd love you to make the announcement. You're going, oh, welcome aboard the flight here. To, you know, in your sort of 7FM style <laughs> You could combine the two careers. <laughs> you could talk to them all the way to their destination. Plane oh, yes. testing, meet. <laughs> Yeah, quite literally, mate. Today. Yeah, but then he'd start fiddling with controls he shouldn't fiddle he'd, with. Hey, come on, that's he'd not press me. The wrong, he'd press the wrong buttons. I, I have to reset them all. I come I know, well, you can't do that when you're flying, uh, you know. Knobs are all over the place. <laughs> I'll go down then. <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, so uh, it's good to see me. Are you going to come in on one of the shows maybe one Saturday? I can do, yeah. Yeah, maybe we'll When what? I ain't got football. I'll tell you what I'll do. I will send out one of those things and we'll plan it in. Yeah. So I'll send a schedule out. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Those Should were I good. Because they were, weren't they? Yeah, they were. And then we'll yeah. do it. And then uh, we'll Apart sh- from that time when Cara turned up when she shouldn't have done. Yeah. Oh, yes. That was yeah. oh, embarrassing. Eight o'clock's better than seven, isn't it? <laughs> and it yeah. was Eight. seven o'clock in the morning, and yeah. I've got up early. And you forgot to put your um, face on. Face on. I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, you can. I was going to put your top, but... Um, no, it's <laughs> just <crazy. laughs> But I was like, oh, oh, is it not me? Yes. Oh, well, I'll go home then. Yeah. Yeah. I was very surprised. Very surprised. Mm. Very surprised indeed. She mm. was. True story. Mm. Let's play a jingle, shall we? I like these jingles. They're good. They mean something. And they're they're made and they're said by famous people. You're listening to 7FM and this is Jules Holland. Yeah, see? See that? See what he did there? You make Jules. We got some more here. Let's play this other one as well. Okay. This is Graham Goldman from 10CC and you're listening to 7FM. Hey. This one's good. Hi, this is Rankin Roger from the Deep, and you're tuning into 7FM. It's the sound that leads the way today. Do it. Oh. Yeah. Oh, did you like that? Yes. Do it bit on the end. Did as you well. script him for that one, or did he just say that himself? No, he he uh, he did it. I just said, he, I talked to him for half an hour. I know. I heard the interview. Yeah. Oh yeah, you were here. I was you? sitting. Here. Yeah, you were sitting here when I did it. Um, <clears throat> but I edited my edited it down to about uh, 15. Um, yeah, the, the Derry one was good. Oh, I'm done it, my mum. Denard Derry. Hi, this is Derry from EMF, and you're listening to Severn FM. Go for it. He was great. He was good. And did you hear how he said, let's just hear that again. Yeah. Hang on. He, how he said Severn, he yeah. said it properly. Hi, this is Derry from EMF, and you're listening to Severn FM. Severn FM. Oh, now, yeah. I normally have to explain, you know, can you just say Severn at se- Yeah, okay. So this is, and you're listening to Severn, uh, Seven FM, no Severn FM. Oh right, seven. Yeah, yeah. You're listening to Seven. No, hang on. It's Severn Seven. It, the number Seven. Yeah, that's it. The number Seven with a row in it as well, and Severn. So no, he he just said it naturally. Yeah. Um, did you know that Seven Sound are thinking of going back on and doing uh, 
uh, when I say they, a couple of the presenters mm. um, have um, have thought about doing some old stuff back again on uh, oh, wow. on the internet radio station. Mm, I wow. did sort of point out. I think they might have a problem because the I think the name's owned by Heart, but they didn't seem to think that was a problem. So, oh, good luck to as them. they pointed out that Seven FM has got the word Seven in it, and therefore we don't. And that. Yeah, that's true. It's not true actually because I've got a piece of paper to say that we do. <laughs> <laughs> Arr, arr. Arr, Do you know what this song is called? In the, I'm using it as a music bed in the background. It sounds a bit like... It's great. Um, oh, no, oh, oh, oh. no. I'm in a dancing mood. It's called A Man Called Adam versus Coco Steel and Love Bomb. I have got yacht by A Man Called Adam also on my MP3 player. By him? Yeah. Have you really? Yeah. Who is he? Is he a DJ kind of... He's got to be, isn't he? He's a type of person. Yeah, yeah, I've got, um, so he's certainly like on my, I beat the chilled <coughs> CDs and I think this is, isn't it? It's yeah. like Bossa Nova, isn't it? This is great. I'd say this is great music. <laughs> I just I'd mention that. I love that. <clears throat> well, it is time to go. It is time oh. to say au revoir from the 7FM 7 Ball Breakfast Show. Arrivederci. We have just very quickly had an email in We've just from our, from our Phil. Oh, hello, Phil. Morning, gang. How are we? Sounding good as usual. We've also had an email in. Oh my gosh, this is the first weather forecast. Sorry for shouting. Snow heavily, snowing heavily on Birdlip Hill. Whoa. Oh. Whoa. That is from our very own Sean Moore. Oh, Sean. Yes, the man who organises all of these interviews that we've done. He's a lovely boy. So it's, it's it always snows up there. Especially morning, when Sean. It's, when it's morning, Sean, yeah. So And also goodbye, Sean. Yes. Because it is time to say goodbye. It's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from them. Oh, and oh, Liam. And me as well. Li- yeah, Goodbye. <laughs> yes, we'll see you both, all of you, next week on the Seven Bore Breakfast Show. We're going to go out with a bit of Ace of Base, and uh, all that she wants is another baby, apparently. She lies like a cheap watch, but there you go. Laters. <laughs>